Grace Church. Today we have Dion and Lawrence sitting with us and we're very excited for what they have to say. We'll be having a question and answers with them and so enjoy our, your time with us. Dion and Lawrence, so good to have you. And um, a lot of people don't really know much about the leaders. You guys are always running around and asking people their favorite colors and knowing what they want, but no one really knows anything or much about you. So this evening, I'd like to just start by finding out a little bit about who you are. So could you just tell us a little bit about where you were born and things like that? Okay. Um, I was born in Springs, um, grew up in Brackbank, spent a little bit of time in Natal, and then came back to Springs again. And um, yeah, I've spent the rest of my life here in Springs. Cool. Springs boy. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm also a Springs girl. Uh, born in Springs, <laughs> raised in Springs. Nice. And actually moved to another town as well. Very cool. Yeah. It's my hometown. <laughs> oh, very cool. We're all born and bred within in Springs. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Do you have any siblings? Um, I've got a sister, and then um, I've got two brothers. My sister stays in Port Alfred. My younger brother stays in Australia, and my other brother also stays in Port Alfred. Anyone in Springs? <laughs> yeah, anyone in Springs. <laughs> oh, wow. And you, Lotus? Yeah, I'm a, I come from a family of four. Wow. So I have two older brothers. The one stays in Springs. The oldest brother stays in Springs. The younger brother stays in Zimmerman. And my sister stays in the Eastern Cape. Oh, wow. So mm. I'm the youngest, yeah. <laughs> the baby of the family. The baby of the family, yeah. Very good. <laughs> yeah. And, Dion, when, when did you get saved? Um, that's a long story, but I'll try and make it as short as possible. Yeah. <laughs> um, what had happened is my parents were going through a rough time in their marriage. Mm -hmm. And so we, at this time we were staying in Natal. Um, my mom left my dad and we moved back to Brackbank to her mom and dad's house. And um, we'd had an aunt who'd been praying for us for many years. And mm -hmm. so she invited us to come to Sunday school with her. And so I went. And it was at Sunday school that I first gave my life to the Lord. But I was very young then and I didn't really know what I'd done. And um, a little while later, my mom came to know the Lord and um, she phoned my dad and said, look, you know, can we give our marriage another chance? And wow. so, yeah, we moved back to Natal. My dad came to know the Lord. And um, then we moved back to Brackpen again. And um, it was... During that time um, that we went to an Ed Raybert, um, he was busy preaching at, I think it was still the, the theatre before they'd even moved into their church. Mm -hmm. I can't remember if it was a Sunday or Friday night, but um, he made an altar call there and uh, I didn't go up, but on the way home I started speaking to my dad and asking a few questions and that night when um, we got home. We went into the room and that was the night that I, I remember giving my life to the Lord and that was, uh, I understood what it was all about and the, the commitment that I'd made. Wow, yeah. that is so cool. Wow, and you Lawrence? So um, I had gone to church with my, my mom and my dad, mm -hmm. um, but mainly my mom, she was a Sunday school teacher, etc, etc, mm -hmm. growing up and um, when uh, I thought I'd made a commitment to the Lord, I went to confirmation classes in Methodist Church and I was confirmed and um, then I 
I was glad to to come to him because then I didn't need to go back to church anymore. Wow. Um, yeah, and then I, uh, I started studying after school. Um, I studied at a nursing college um, in Johannesburg, and it was my second year in. And when I used to come home, I had a friend in, in, in Southport who was, yeah, she just had such a relationship with Jesus, mm-hmm. and I like I was envious of that mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, and um, so um, the more time I spent with her, the more curious I became. Mm-hmm. And she invited me to church one day, and uh, it's a church in Springs. It's now called Word Christian Church for the Christian Word of Life. Yeah, and I started attending with her, and. Um, yeah, the one it was on December the thirty first, nineteen eighty eight. Wow. We went to a New Year's Eve party at Rayma, mm-hmm. or a New Year's. It wasn't. A, it was a celebration at yeah. Rayma, and uh, I just knew that I needed to to oh, make that okay. commitment to yeah. the Lord. Yeah, that was the that was what I did. That so, is so cool. Yeah, it was amazing. So I'm so thankful for friendships like that. Mm-hmm. You know, where, where people are actually bold enough to tell you about Jesus yeah. and not. Um, yeah, and not keep it a secret, yeah, keep yeah. their relationship with Jesus a secret. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's had a huge impact on my life. So, mm. yeah. That's interesting. And in mm. all of this, where did you guys find each other? How long have you been married? Um, yeah, we. It was a Friday night, um, and the youth pastor that we had at that time, um, he came and picked me up and said, Dion, I've, I've met your wife. I thought, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and um, he said, I'll introduce you to her this evening. So we went to his house, and I can't remember why we were there. It was like some fancy dress party or something that we were having at his house. And um, then Lauren came in with, um, with with another three of her friends. And the, the guy that was leading youth at that time said, that's her over there. And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so we, we started chatting, and um, the next day, I think it was, I got invited to your sister's wedding, Ooh. and um, yeah, things... Wasn't that hasty? <laughs> <laughs> then you got married. A few years later. Um, but yeah, then from there, you know, we, um, we started dating, got engaged, and then in 1991, we got married, so it's been... Wow. Uh, 29 years. speaking to us about he felt that we were the people to take over the ministry and 
I just I thought to myself, no ways, no uh, <laughs> I can't do this. Yeah. And um, it took me quite a while, but then eventually, you know, the Lord started speaking to me, and and yeah, I, eventually there was that point in time where where I had to just stop running and say yes, Lord. Wow. <laughs> and um, yeah, I can't remember it as, as a specific day or anything mm. like that, but I, I just remember surrendering my will to the wow. Lord's will. And, um, you know, I can't say that there was immediate peace, mm -hmm. but, yeah, there was a definite knowing that this is the right thing. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And for you, Lo, did you have a day or a moment where you knew? Yeah, I think, um, you know, uh, when, when opportunities arose, um, yeah, there was confirmation mm. for me, you know, um, the Lord confirmed and I definitely had a sense that the, that was the right thing to do. Um, so, yeah, and, you know, you know, through his word, by the power of his Holy Spirit, it was definitely confirmed and, and I think once Dion agreed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once he came to the party, Commitments yeah. and, and change, yeah. you know, that just about to take place in our lives, and yeah. you know, never look back. It's yeah. been an amazing experience. For me, um, I've lockdown has been tough in some ways, but in other ways it has also been great. Um, it's been great in the sense that I've been able to spend a lot of time with my kids. Nice. Um, you know, having them all at home. <laughs> mm. And um, so, yeah, we spent a lot of good quality time together. Mm. Um, and, yeah, it gave me the opportunity to catch up on a lot of jobs that I've been procrastinating on and leaving, <laughs> saying that I'll get to them. So I've But yeah, it has been tough in that I haven't been able to meet with my family, my, and especially my church family and yeah. friends. And um, I've been missing everyone very much and just yeah. our times of worship together uh, that's something that i really miss is yeah. just being in the presence of the lord worshiping together and Sweet. just having fun together yeah. so in that sense it's been hard but another good thing for me is it's really given me time to be able to reflect yeah. on you know where are we going as a church uh, you know what is going on in my life mm. and um yeah just things that that i've needed to to make changes on in my own life and things that God has been speaking to me about concerning the church. So, yeah, it has been good, but yeah, it has, has its challenges as well. Yeah. And for you, Lauren, I know you've got some newfound recipes and, and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> and fun things. Um, what have you been up to? Well, we've, we've done a lot of cooking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, 
one thing he um I was just you know um, <laughs> one thing he's done is uh, well he and the boys uh, actually got a vegetable garden happening. Oh nice! So they resurrected the the previous veggie <laughs> garden, and so that's great. We felt that we need to become a little more self sufficient. Very good. So um so that was great. I was like. Go for it. Kayla and I've done quite a bit of cooking. Dion, Vincent, and Aaron have also assisted with cooking. Wise, we've done quite a few baked, we've baked a few things, Kayla and I. So that's been great. We've done some fudge recipes. We've done some. There's a rumor about that fudge. Yeah, there's going around. changes that, that had to take place at work, getting ready for COVID patients. And um, so it was really like from one day to the next, there were there were new changes. procedures and policies, and then this policy would be adapted. And uh, but we, 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 we're still actually going through that. Uh, every wow, day there's something new that comes across the headlines that we need to uh, adapt to. So, yeah, the landscape is changing, you know. And... <laughs> um, so I'll just say, like, it, it, it's a storm, mm-hmm. and during the storm, the landscape changes, and after yeah. this storm, it will it will be changed. Yeah. It, it won't return to the way it was. Mm. And, um, but you know, there's comfort in that, because we know that the Lord is with us. That's too. so good. Yeah, he, he is in our boat. He yeah. is, you know, really navigating this, so we'll, we'll be okay. That's <laughs> so good. And we are okay at the yeah. moment, you know, so, yeah. 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 so some good things have come out of yes, this time. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think um, people's hearts are open um, to to hearing about Jesus. I think there's, this is a key, a key time for us as children of God to actually pray for opportunities at our workplaces yeah. um, or even going to the supermarket or whatever the case may be yeah. to get supplies. Yeah. Just for that opportunity to ask people how they're doing and to just sow seeds mm. um, of love, you know, with them. So, yeah. Mm. so yeah. That, that's that's what I found great about being at work. Because mm. there is a lot of fear mm. and, um, yeah, we've got to be the peacekeepers, the life bearers. That's really so, good. Yeah, even though sometimes we do yeah. find ourselves quivering inside, um, yeah, he, yeah, Jesus is our strength. So, mm. yeah. So good. It's good that you mentioned that we can still minister to people even though you know there's been a time mm-hmm. like this. I found I battled with how do I how do I reach people now because mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to. You know, almost like I'm not allowed to reach people. But we've done stuff like bake for the neighbors or um, yes. do you have any other ways that we can like be reaching out to people and to our community in this time to people around us? Do you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think um, you know 
a lot of the reaching out that we are doing now is through some kind of online um, yeah. service, um, you know, whether it be Facebook or YouTube or WhatsApp um, or Zoom. And um, I think these are great tools that um, the Lord has given us Very that good. we can use. Um, but then there are things like, like you said, you know, just by being able to bake something for somebody and, yeah. and bless them with it. Mm. And um, you know, for us, we've been able to spend quite a bit of time, you know, just talking over the fence to yeah. our neighbor and just getting to know them. They've just moved into the house. Oh, so, yeah. you know, it's just given us an opportunity to get to know them. So, you know, we've just got to look for opportunities um, where we can speak to people. Yeah. And, um take every opportunity that does come our way, like, mm. you know, standing in the queues, waiting uh, to get into a shopping mall. Uh, it's a good opportunity. Yeah. No one's going to go anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> and so it's just, you know, we, we need to look for these opportunities. Mm. And the, the more we look, the more we'll find. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Daniel said something like, um, the Lord is repurposing, or, um, reclaiming his church during this time. Yeah. Um, saying stuff like that. How do you believe that he's he's reclaiming the church or um, using us in this time? Yeah, I think I, there's a scripture that that I just want to read, and that, mm. it's in Isaiah 43 verse 19, and it says, "For I'm about to do something new. Mm. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness, and I will create rivers in the dry wasteland." Mm. I really do believe that God is wanting to do something new. Yeah. And um, I think we've become so accustomed to doing church the way that we do it that mm. um, we can actually do church without God even being there. Wow. <laughs> because, you know, we've just become so efficient at, at doing it. Yeah. And um, something Tyron also mentioned, I think it was from that same um, teaching that he was doing, mm. that the Lord of the work... Um, is more important than the work of the Lord. Wow. Um, and, the, you know, the church is the vehicle that God has chosen mm. to do His work through. And um, it's it's not our vehicle that we use to do our work through. It's mm. God's vehicle. Yeah. And so, you know, whatever we do in the, in the life of the church has to revolve around God. Mm. And, and we can't forget and we can't leave Him out because He is most important. Mm in everything that we do. And so, you know, I've just been looking at a whole lot of things and just realizing how often we leave the Lord out of it. Um, we're so busy doing our own thing. We're so busy being involved in our own agendas that we don't even give thought as to why we're doing what we are doing. And so, yeah, I believe God is just wanting to bring us back to that place where we realize everything that we are doing is his work yeah. and it revolves around his kingship, his lordship wow. and around his kingdom mm -hmm. and there's no way that we can leave him out uh, at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, he's got to be central to everything yeah. and um, so yeah, um, you know, the, there's another scripture in John 15 verse 5 and the last bit of it there says, apart from me you can do nothing yeah. and um, you know, as as good as we are at what we do, if God's not in it, we're wasting our time. And so God is, we, I think God is wanting to just let us know that 
he's the head of the church and the church revolves around him and everything has got to come back to who he is and I think in a way we have lost our direction where it's become more about us and out what's convenient for us and so in that what's happened is we've lost the mission and um, our Sunday mornings have become the mission and um, instead of the, the mission is the church yeah. and, and us going out and and as the church we go out and we look for people and we we work towards bringing people into the kingdom of God is what's happened is we've just been happy to come to church on a Sunday and sit in in the church and yeah that <laughs> we become um, pew warmers sure. and we couldn't care what's going out what's happening to the people in the world wow. and, and God is just wanting us to take our focus off of ourselves and our comfort and put it back onto what is on his heart very good mm. very good love that and one of the new things that God has done in this time for us as Dean was saying God is, is doing a new thing is the, the bread of life um, mm -hmm. project that's can you tell us a little bit about how that came about and I love that it's outreach focused it's not mm. um, yeah I, I, I really believe that um, there's something that the Holy Spirit first that um, we wanted something simple to be able to reach out to yeah. those who are needy or who yeah. we see. And uh, with lockdown, obviously not a lot of got to uh, take into consideration social distancing and not being able to communicate with people yes. for lengthy periods of time. So, um, yeah, that's just where we came from, that um, handing out a loaf of bread out of a car window with a tract um, would be quick and <laughs> efficient, if you could yeah. put it that way. Um, you wouldn't need to actually spend a lot of time communicating, and, and yeah, it could get, it could, you could actually touch quite a few people in a short period of time. Very good. Very yeah, good. So today we have handed out about eight hundred and seventy loaves. Very good to to the community, um, and we started about six weeks ago. So sure, yeah, that's been worthwhile and um, can I say just we haven't had any any rejections um, people are just so thankful that um, they, they, they're actually receiving some yeah. form of food yeah. to feed their families yeah. that's very good are there any other testimonies from that time that, that you can share with oh, us I think it's more um, just you know seeing people receive bread being thankful um, knowing that you fulfilling a need yeah. <laughs> and that they are actually receiving the gospel track because we don't want to be a, a feeding scheme it's very yeah. important that we actually ministry the word, well. the word as we, we go about this very good. and um yeah i think we've we've seen people stop and start eating the bread mm -hmm. as mm. immediately as they receive it wow. um yeah it's heartbreaking mm. <laughs> um and i think we just like to do more yeah <laughs> so definitely i think there's space for more and I'm, I'm excited to find out um, how we can evolve this after uh, when break when breakdown when lockdown when lockdown is, is over. And yeah, I think there's there's so much more that we can do um, in terms of outreach, but um, gospel outreach and um, yeah, just meeting the needs in the community. I think, you know, just for me, on this thing is just to see how faithful people have been yeah. and oh, in amazing. their giving. Um, wow. 
and yeah, to to the people from City Base Church. Mm. Thank you. You've been so faithful in just giving towards this. Mm. And because of that we've been able to bless so many mm. people. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, this this wouldn't we, we can't do any of these things without teams. Yeah. And um yeah, people have been so great with volunteering. Mm. It's amazing. something that's really on my heart is and with that God has given us great leaders in the life of the church who are there to assist and to help in this is that I've really just you know been thinking during this lockdown lockdown time how many people there are that are battling um, in their walk with the Lord and so the question that I've been asking myself and is have I equipped the people enough, the people that we are looking after at City Base, have we equipped them enough to be able to stand and keep on standing during this time of lockdown? And then, you know, just asking the questions, if this had to carry on for, um, for a much longer period of time, um, would people still continue to put their faith and their trust in the Lord? Have we, have we built strong? Have we built wisely into their lives? And, um, you know, just that, have we equipped the saints for the work of the ministry has really been on my heart. And so I really just feel that in some ways, yes, we have done well, but there have been areas where we haven't done so well. Sure. And those are the areas that I really want to change um, where we, we equip our people well yeah. so that in the future, if something like this has to happen or we've got to go underground as a church, whatever, that our people will be able to stand and stand strong and that they will continue to take this work of the ministry out to the nation, yeah. even though we, we may not be allowed to by law, but that we will continue to do this and yeah. we will stand strong, that our people will know Jesus and they'll know him on a personal level. So this is really something that's been on my heart. I want our people to be strong. Um, and yes, I understand there's going to be times when we fall down, even during this lockdown. I'm sure for most of us, there's been times where we've fallen down yeah. and messed up. But you know, that we get back up again and we stand strong and we we run with the vision that God has given us. So yeah, I'm really you know that's just something on my heart that I want to see, and that it's something that I'm going to be working towards. You know that we we train our people up well. So that there's there's no excuses um, yeah. from and and I know not all the responsibility is ours. You know, yeah. people have to take responsibility for their own walk with the Lord. That's true. Mm -hmm. But 
we must have given them the tools um, so that they, there's no excuses to say that, yeah, we didn't know this or we couldn't do this because you didn't tell us about it. That they know everything. And so that's really on my heart is that our people are well equipped. And, and I think, you know, not, well, not that I think I know that this will benefit the life of the church too because then people will be taking more ownership of the ministry and they will be going out and ministering to people. welcome to to join in yeah. when you just join in where where, where you join yeah. <laughs> um, and you move on from there um, and, and that's been great um, so during lockdown um, it's been a bit difficult mm -hmm. not everyone has access to all the online um, yes. uh, apps etc um, but even so I think we can disciple whilst we're in lockdown by loving people um, you know, just by loving on people, phoning, finding out, sending a WhatsApp, mm. sending a message, uh, you know, just uh, giving a call, um, giving a video call if, you, if you're able to, just to say, how are you doing? Um, it's so appreciated. There's so many lonely people. Mm. Um, there, there are people in our church that are staying alone. And um, I do believe that, that those things are helpful. Mm. And in loving people, just there's relationship that builds. And then you are able to minister into each other's lives, mm. you know. And we all need that yes. from time to time. So, you know, we all need that encouragement. Mm. So, yeah, you know, that, that's sort of the handle for now. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, also just encouraging others to perhaps get involved with reading devotionals, um, teaching. If, 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 uh, if, you, if you are able to, you know, teach somebody how to... Um, or, or refer them to a devotional and just say, you know, this is a day-to-day -day thing that you need to commit yourself to um, and just help them with those little points. Um, yeah, um, I also believe that sometimes we think, how do I disciple someone? Like, who must yeah. I disciple? And I really believe that's something that we can ask the Holy Spirit to show yeah. us, to Lord, drop something, someone in my heart yeah. um, that I can connect with and actually minister to um, or develop a relationship with so that yeah that that um, evolves into into a discipleship relationship yeah so I think yeah, that's helpful that's really helpful it's like it's yeah. exactly what the Lord has said to do you know because yeah. I just think of people that I've discipled and you don't think much of it when you when you it's happening but yes. the fruit that it bears and it's, yes. it's like the fruit of a godly principle of doing what you should be doing yeah um and on when the lockdown started we wanted something about he wants us to come out of this stronger than we would mm -hmm. you know go come out of it stronger than when we go to go in what do you think some practical things for that for people could be um that they could be focusing on that can help them in their relationship with jesus since we can't be um, yeah, close to them. Yeah. What are some of the things that people can be, be doing? Mm -hmm. um, you know, just with that question, I, I really just feel that 
Um, you know, the, the Bible tells us that we should, our faith should be built on a strong foundation. Yeah. And Jesus is that foundation. He's the cornerstone. And he's the most important um, part of that foundation. And so we need to have a good, strong foundation. And, um, you know, I, I've just been reading through the book of Acts. And in Acts chapter 9, we see the story of um, Saul, where he's on his way to Damascus. He's got a letter from the high priest allowing him to, to put the, the people that of the way, yeah. <laughs> who are the Christians, um, into jail, um, men and women. And just on that road to Damascus, he has this experience where he meets the Lord and he has a life-changing experience there on that road and but there's something that that I saw today that I've never seen before even though his life changed there when he met the Lord when Paul got up from there he was blind wow. and it was only three days later when Ananias went to visit him and prayed for him that the scales fell off his eyes sure. And for many of us as children of God, we, we know the Lord, but there's never been that revelation. Our eyes have never been opened. And, and just what was amazing to me to see there is that it just took Paul a few days, because then his name got changed. It just took a few days for, for Paul before he went into the ministry and started preaching. He hung around with the disciples for a few days, and then he started preaching the word of God because his eyes had been opened. Yeah. And so... You know, just that, that revelation of Jesus needs to become so real to us. Mm -hmm. And so I was just thinking about, on that question, just some of the things that help us in our, in our revelation of Jesus and in our relationship with Jesus. And like any relationship that we have with someone, um, to get to know them, you need to spend time with them. That's and so to get to know Jesus, to get to know Father God, get to know the Holy Spirit, you have to spend time in the Word of God. Um, we can't see them face to face, but that's what he has left us, his written word. And that word will teach us about God, who he is, what he's done for us, how he loves us, how he cares for us. So it's important for us to know what is in the word of God, because that's where we get our revelation of Jesus from. And then the, the second point there, I would say, is our time of prayer with the Lord. Um, and just, you know, like... Um, the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray, our Father in heaven, just yeah. worshipping our Father, exalting Him, lifting Him up and glorifying Him is so important. But then also it goes on and where we can come and we can make our requests known to the Lord. And how important that is. We need to ask the Lord the, the right kind of questions. Um, what are the things in my life that need to change? Where am I falling short of the glory of God? Um, won't you please show me so that we can make the changes that are necessary um, so that God can move us on in our walk with Him because if we are not prepared to deal with issues in our life, we are going to stay at the same place. We're going to go round and round the mountain and stay in the same place. But the moment that we say yes to the Lord and we're willing to be obedient, then we can move on. And so yeah, for me, that was... The second one, and then the third one, which I really think is important, is worship. Yeah. And um, our worship of Father. Yeah. He, he delights in our worship, and He wants us to worship Him in spirit and in truth. Yeah. And so that is an area where I really do believe that we need to spend time just worshiping yeah. in the presence of God. And 
Yeah, I think if we do those things, we will definitely come out of this lockdown more in love with Jesus and much stronger in our in our faith. talk about it, a lot of the adults are listening and I just think of our Sunday school children that are we've missed in, the, in this time and I know you're involved with that Lauren, how can we encourage our children in this time um, to be doing the same thing, I know you're involved with the I know the WhatsApp group has been going um, um, so that they can also catch, you know, we also want them to be growing in the Lord in this time and not to miss out Yeah, I think I think what's, what's key is to, to read to your children your Bible, um, tell them Bible stories um, you know, be praying with them. Uh, tell them about your personal experiences as well. I know, like to to highlight what we've always shared openly with our children. Even when we're going through, we even ask them to come and pray with us about certain things. Obviously, you know, yeah. <laughs> things that are appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and uh, just to make make Jesus real to them by yes. speaking about him and allowing them to know that he is actually. Yeah, he's he's with us. Mm. He's um, you know the Holy Spirit is, is in us. He's with us. He's he wants to be part of our lives as a family. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think that's that's important. You know, to just uh, yeah, be 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 communicating with yeah. them. Be in communion with with, with the Holy Spirit with your children mm. um, on a daily basis. so much going on and we find ourselves being drawn to what the news is saying, what media is saying mm. and we forget what Jesus is saying and I think that is most important yeah. as to whose report will you believe yes. yeah. and will you believe the report of the Lord mm. and as bad as things are in the world right now and you know, just seeming to get worse and worse. We need to believe that God is busy doing something yeah. and what God is doing is incredible and it's going to be a work that far supersedes what is done before. Yeah. And um, we're just going to see God moving in incredible ways. Yeah. So I just want to encourage our people to keep on standing strong, keep on pressing in, um, fight for the presence of God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't, don't just... You know, take time out now during lockdown where you can sleep late and you know get up and then the day is already half done and it's a rush yeah. make the time to spend in the presence of God mm-hmm. and you know learn to fall in love with Jesus mm-hmm. and yeah so I, I really just want to encourage our people to to put Jesus first mm-hmm. um, to believe what the word of God has to say. And I know many times I find in my own life myself fighting with the Lord saying, Lord, but we've heard these prophecies of how you are wanting to come through for us and how you're wanting to change springs or you're wanting to change South Africa. When is this going to happen? And, you know, then the enemy comes and he starts putting those those words of doubt in our mind and um, we start thinking yeah this is never going to happen but we need to start believing the report of the lord Mm -hmm. that he is for us that he's not against us 
and um, yeah, just really just focusing on what the Word of God has to say in this time and start believing on, on what Jesus has said. And um, yeah, take our focus off of the world and put our focus and our attention back on Jesus again. Um, seek first His kingdom. Um, because once we start seeking His kingdom, the things of this world, they, they don't draw our attention so easily anymore. Uh, and yeah, when we focus on Jesus, the things of the world start looking much smaller <laughs> and He starts becoming bigger. And so it's important for us yeah, just to look to Jesus and not listen to everything that's going on around us. Yeah, so that, I think yeah, that's what I'd like to do to the people is keep your eyes on Jesus. Um, yeah, thanks that, you know, there's a lot of fear around coronavirus, but I think the fear of the Lord is what we should be living in, yes. and um, yeah, it, he, he just diminishes the, you know, those things that we are fearful about, yes. or those things diminish in, in the sight of who Jesus is, and yeah, so by keeping focused on, 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 on Jesus, um, He is rock solid. He's not fluid. Yeah. <laughs> He's the rock of our salvation. And uh, we are sturdy if we are, are, are founded mm. on him. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Thank you so much for Thank your time. You. Thank you. It's lovely to, to just hear your heart. It's always wonderful to hear beyond such a man of faith. You know, he has a heart to stir up faith in us, uh, ready to, to take on the world. So. Thank you to Dion and Ryan um, for being with us this evening and yeah, enjoy the rest of your day and be blessed.